All right. So, you know, I think one of the big problems that MSP struggle with, with their clients, or they assume that the SMBs know what ransomware is, what, what the pain really is. And that's not the case. And, and, uh, you know, and, and that's what really got that post that, you know, the reason we're, we're talking is like, it's not fear based selling. What you're trying to do is educate a business owner that this is really bad. You know, you're not trying to scare them. You're just saying, you know, do you realize the moving parts that you're going to have to deal with while the world seems dark and you're worried about your business and you have employees crying and you have, you know, everybody worrying? It's like, do you know how bad this really is? And the reality is SMBs don't, right? They don't know that. So it's like it is MSP's you know, responsibility or, or to their, you know, to I to, if you really want to do well with cybersecurity, you have got to let SMB business owners know what they can expect. Not, not threaten them, not fear, but it's like, if this ha does happen, this is the things that you probably aren't even prepared for. What, what do you think about that, Craig? Do, I mean, do, do, you know, do you think that that's the case or not the case? I absolutely think that's the case. And yeah. here's what I've really noticed. And part of this is some of my background in psychology has taught me this through my doctoral, um, whatever I, I went through almost studies. Yeah. I went, and, I uh, went through everything, but my, uh, my dissertation for uh, industrial organizational PhD psychology. Okay. And yep. so, uh, I stopped there because we started simplify T and I couldn't do both. And unfortunately that's where I landed, but the part of psychology that was very helpful was understanding the experiences that people have versus who don't have those experiences. And yep. you can't convince someone who's never had an experience what it's like. And I liken right. it to when someone's mother passes away. And I learned this too, partially from my healthcare world where yep. I would walk around and, and I, Oh, your mom passed away. I, yeah, I understand how that feels. But then the reality is I don't. And that's no. almost disrespectful and the right. same for organizations when it comes to breaches or any type of incident like that, if they've never experienced it, they do not understand it. Right. And so right. sometimes it's the buddy that got breached and they saw that or yep. the family member or someone close to them experienced it right. and they saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the ones that have never experienced it because then they just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, you know, and 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 if you can't get someone that actually said so you're totally right. If you see, you know, a colleague or you see a family member, you see the pain that they're going through. But if some of the things that I believe MSPs could do is, you know, walk through, you know, an, an example, you do realize if if there's ransomware, you know, there's a good chance that those criminals are still in your system. So you're not going to use Teams and you're not going to use right. Exchange. So how are you going to get your 10 top leaders to collaborate. How are you going to do that? Well, we'll use yeah. teams. Well, now not, right. and, and now you have, some of them are at home. Some of them are in the office. So yeah. you can't use teams and you can't use email. You know, it, are you, you know, you can't stay on a phone call for the next nine hours, you know, without any communication or, or if you could, but, but you're so used to using, you know, teams or, or some sign of messaging app or, it, it becomes very difficult. And, and I think if you start asking those type of questions, the business, well, I'll just use Teams. I'll just use right. email. We can't. This is a change. Like the, the world has just changed and you don't know that. And so they're like, yeah. oh, they, you know, they start to think like mm, that 
that's not going to be easy then, right? Mm-hmm. And that's sure. kind of the, the the pain that I'm talking about. Then I mean, that's a that's not that painful, but it is though. Communication is the most important piece. And if you're still worried, and the other piece of that is, what do you mean they're still in my system? Well, right. You know, they just encrypted everything. We don't even have the time yet to figure out what systems have been breached. They haven't. They're in here. You have to assume that. Oh, God, well, get them out. <laughs> I, I can't. Yep. You, know, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, so it's like when you start looking at that stuff, it's like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. The old world just changed. Right. You know, and, and that's what I think we have to do. And I'm not trying to be fear based. I'm trying to be that's reality. This is this is what happens. Yeah, so I'm pulling up this. I'm going to share this. Although it's just, um, let's see if I can share it. Present. It may not let me. Window. Uh, Yeah, I thought I was going to be able to share it, but it's... um, there we go. It's not letting me share it for whatever reason. It's just, it was a note, but it it was this post, and I want to read this post because this kind of goes to what you said. He basically said, "I've gotten some pushback when I talk about the pain of a data breach. The context that I use pain is describing uh, to a business owner what happens in a data breach: the financial pain, the anxiety, decision making requirements without enough information, the anger, reputational harm, the employee anxiety, the sleepless nights, the ongoing reputation issues, the anger." Uh, the angry customers and potential layoffs just from that perspective, like people don't think about that level. Right. What can, what do you think an MSP can do when they're sitting at the table and they're talking about cyber and the other guy is just like, we've never had a breach and I just couldn't imagine us ever having one. Like, right. Yep. Like everything you just said is so devastating post incident yeah yeah so 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 your first question is really hard right it's if i don't believe i'm ever going to be breached i don't care about that pain because i'll never experience it you know i'm Mm -hmm. driving a car i'll never get into an accident i don't care about all the pain that you're talking about and why i should wear a seatbelt it won't happen that's a tough one but if you can actually get so i don't have an answer totally for that but if you can get the customer to at least admit or or see that it's a possibility it is a possibility it could be random it could be it could just be bad luck but if it does happen let's go walk through some of the questions and i think i think if it's question based what are you going to do to communicate mm. What are you going to do to communicate with employees, right? You can't communicate with employees because we can't use Teams. You, you know, what are you going to do when you have angry customers calling and saying, you know, uh, I haven't got a response. I, you know, whatever, I, we, some, the, the website's not working. Or What do you do? So it's like you almost have to lead them down the point that let's talk through. It's, almost, it's a tabletop, right? Let's talk through this. Who's going to talk to the press? If you get a call from the local newspaper, who's going to handle that? Is that going to sure. be you? You know, and and some of the things going to be that I have a feeling that the business owner is going to say, "Well, that's your job, Mister MSP or Mrs. MSP. It's not my job. I that's public relations. That's right, your job. Right. And, you know, yeah. who's going to pay the ransom if you do pay? Well, that's you. I'm not paying criminals. That's not yeah. my job as an MSP. I don't even know how to take 
dollars and turn them into crypto. Okay. <laughs> you know, and to, to, so I could actually make that payment. Those are the things. If you start walking someone down to, well, who's going to do it? <laughs> you know, Mr. Or Mrs. Business owner, let's talk through that. This is the stuff that you're going to be forced to deal with without any preparation. And, um, so that, that's that side of it, um, which I think is, you know, if you don't make it, if you don't, and what I, what I would advise is don't go all in, right? You know, you can make it as dark as, as anything. And if it's too dark, I think humans, and I'm talking to a, a PhD here, you know, humans, sure. you know, phase that out. That's just too dark. I can't process all that. But if you can mm. make it somewhat relatable and believable, asking questions, asking things like they can... I think a business owner could start to feel like, wow, this is going to be chaos. This is really going to be chaos. If you walk into an organization, I've experienced this. If you walk into an organization, well, let's say they make a million dollars a year yep. and, and they say, well, how big are breaches? Say, well, the average is $3.4 million. Doesn't matter. This is an amygdala, amygdala moment. They're if yeah. fight, flight or freeze. And yeah. what they're going to do is say, I don't even like that's, I, I just, I just closed my doors. Yeah. I would just close my doors. It, it, totally. In fact, I, I hate the three million dollar breach. It, I like the two hundred and fifty thousand. Yes, one hundred and seventy two. <laughs> because one hundred and seventy two thousand. Yeah. Okay, I can yeah. make it through that, but I'm going to have to lay off Jane yeah. and Bob and you know whoever. I'm going to cut back on Mark. But you know, and so so that's where like that's going to be bad because then you start yeah. to think if I have to lay people off, I don't want to. You know, I have to face them. I have to. That's when your mind starts going. But the three million, you're right. It's like, well, it's I don't have big. three million, so it it's doesn't matter, right? Well, it it puts it pushes it so far away that you're going to end up. They're they're not going to do anything, and they're going right. to say, "Well, I'm just done. I'm fine where I'm at." One thing that we recognized, and we did this, and uh, we're against fear based selling on yep. any level. Uh, I right. think that just that is just wrong, and it's to me. Yep. Uh, and I'm sure there are people that listen to that that disagree, but I just. I, it morally, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Uh, yep. What we learned at least to help to some degree is that we started with a conversation that we're focused on that. And we basically give them a door out. We just say, we're super focused on cyber. Right. We are here to protect you. But if you are disinterested, I'm not going to beat you up trying to get you to, you know, I'm not going to beat you up into submission to believing that it's important. I can't adjust that for you. But right. if you are interested in protecting your business and your longevity and the, the people that work for you, then we're here to have a conversation deeper into this. But if not, totally okay. And we're here right. whenever you're ready and give them the ability to get out. Yep. Because yep. like you said, the hard conversation is, is everyone's different. Everyone has a different pain point around that, that if you can figure that out, then you could hone in on that. But you would, you would spin your wheels attempting to convince someone otherwise. Right. You know, and, and also I think to the, 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 the majority of SMB owners don't think, you know what, they're going to come after me. Okay. They're not there. You know, I'm a small law firm. I'm a small print shop. I'm a car dealership. I'm not going to get targeted. And they're probably right, <laughs> but it's probably, I like, I like the approach of it's probably going to be a random, random fishing, random vulnerability, random, you know, they're, they're testing, they're found something on your firewall because of automated, you know, um, port scanning and all the, it's, it's going to be purely random. So, yeah. although, because if, 
if you think I'm not going to be targeted, then I don't have to worry about it. Sure. If you think it could be random and we're sending out millions of phishing emails in the next you know, six months and we're, we're doing port scanning forever. And if there's a misconfiguration, it's completely random. It could happen if it's a random thing. Well, I don't like that as much as I like the fact that I'm too small. They won't target me. And you're right. Yeah. So, but we always we always talk about targeting and and SMBs and they're defenseless against that. It's like, yeah, they're just easy to breach once you actually found the way in, right? You know, yeah. or, yep. or or found some vulnerability. And I and I like that approach. The more random piece. I mean, don't get me wrong; they could be targeted, but the sure. more random says it's a possibility because if you send out a million emails and five of your employees receive them. Yeah, you got to hope one of them doesn't fall for it, right? You mm -hmm. know, and and then that's the random events that now triggers all the other pain that we were talking about. Well, there's such a false sense of security around some of the things that people will implement in their organization, and and, and it's just as simple as even MFA. Like yep. MFA, yesterday's top level security becomes today's basic hygiene. Like, and yeah. it happens that fast. Exactly. And so, you know, it used to be that signature based AV was the thing and then it became mm -hmm. EDR. And then now yep. EDR is basic hygiene. It's, and yep. it misses. So we do use MDR solution. And they said that only 15% of incidences actually get triggered or are, are found by EDR. So it, they're yep. missing a big portion yep. of that, but it, it's always moving. And so even, in the businesses that you talk to and they say, well, we're good because we have MFA. Well, yeah. it is. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times a week I'm hearing that people are getting their tokens compromised and yeah. they're just backfeeding into and around passwords and MFA logging into systems. We had somebody call us not that long ago and they, they got into the CEO's computer and they were able to ship out a $1.2 million wire because of the data that they had available at their, at their disposal that they had, that the CEO had no idea that they were even in, but they yep. stole the token and they used yep. Google Chrome and a cookie editor and added it back in. And all of a sudden, voila, they're into that infrastructure, that officer yep. 65 account. There's just so much that people rely on as a sense of safety right. that doesn't exist. Exactly. It literally is not there. And if, if technology really was the solution, <laughs> we wouldn't have a cybersecurity problem, right? We, we'd have you know, the firewall blinking would work. You know, the antivirus would work. You know, your EDR, your MDR, that would all work. And it was like, we'd be fine. But we're here, right? And we, we really do have it because of all of those things. It, it's, it's, you know, and you do need multiple layers. You need to focus on the technology. You need to focus on the process, not to focus on the people. Um, and, and it's really, we're, we're getting to the point where you, it, we have to convey that to the, to the business owners because we sold them the firewall and the, the you know, the definition yeah. based, uh, you know, uh, antivirus. And we may have upsold them to an EDR. Why do I have to keep adding more stuff? <laughs> Didn't, I thought you were protecting me. I, I'm trying it, but it, it is a moving target. It's, it's not an easy conversation. No, and it's gotten more expensive. You yes. know, what we literally, what we did five years ago compared to what I remember there was a moment and it's such, it was a silly point of mine. Like what else is there? EDR kills it all. Like that right. is the thing. Yep. And then you realize, you know, even a year later, people are, man, they're passing that up. Like, I mean, you may as well just keep the door open because they're going right. to walk in exactly. because they're using normal things. What do you think, you know, 
have you figured out any way from the MSP's perspective to be able to, you know, get more in alignment with businesses when it comes to, you know, this, uh, let's say we have eliminated this fear-based selling right. and we really want to be more strategic. Like what's the factor there? What helps them create that ability? Yeah, it, it it's not easy, you know, for one thing. I mean, we should, yeah, sure. should admit sure. that, um, you know, I think, I think you have to have some real conversations. You know, you have to be able to say, like you said, that CEO, he didn't even know that someone was in the mailbox. Well, how does that happen? So in telling those stories and in, in, in saying, this is what we heard. This is, you know, a CEO just like you. This is what happens. So you, you have to be able, you can't just say SMBs are being targeted. Or, you know, 60% of business go out of business, for, you know, in six months, which is not even a true fact, right? But all of those, those, those statistics, you have to actually give a case about this is what happened to a CEO. This is what happened to an employee and walk them through it in a realistic, believable way. And it's like that they're, they're at least their mind now opens to that could really happen. I, how, how, what do you, and like you, but you said, oh, you know, you take the, the MFA token and put it into the, into the, you know, into Chrome. They don't know what that means, right? How do you, that's, that's magic. Like that's magic. I, I mean, I, oh, for I, sure. I, I have trouble, sure. I have trouble believing, you know, knowing what that is, but, but yeah. so I don't think that's it, but it, you know, talking about, okay, the, the, the employee got this call, which sounded real or this, you know, so the other day, one of my clients, um, they they had a, a business email compromise issue, and I, I won't go into the details. But the the domain that was registered took a W and used two V's, two V's together to make the W. They registered it. They were inside of the a mailbox, and at, at the exact time of the money transfer, they sent it from the the two V the two V domain. And said, "Don't you know? We're not taking credit cards now. Send it to here." And it happened, yeah. and mm -hmm. and it went on. It was seventy five thousand dollars just transferred away, right? And and they had no idea. No one knew, uh, maybe because you know they were asking questions, but they were talking to the V domain instead of the W domain, and and it didn't come to light for like two months yeah. because there was no response back, and then yeah. the, the the client got really angry and all that, and then then it you know was brought to light, but. You know, those type of stories, can that really, that's, that's how easy it is. Mm. Two V's instead of a W. How, how does, how do we know that? It's like, well, if it's 14, think about this. If you have a back and forth email conversation, do you check on the 14th email, the domain? No, probably you're like, well, that's yeah. Bob who I've been talking to Bob for the last two weeks about this renewal. I'm not going to check every single letter. Yeah. That's how easy it happens. Like, oh my God, I didn't know that. So if you can actually have an open and honest conversation, you know, another, another business owner could at least say that sounds like it sounds, I would never have checked that exactly. And that's how you start to get to the point. It didn't talk about, you know, you know, some kind of technology. It talked about how a, a, an employee made a mistake and, you know, didn't catch something. It's, it's an experience-based selling process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Versus exactly. the fear to me is more of coming in with a hammer and going, Hey, you're going to get, they're going to destroy you. You're, you're going to have to do this, yep. blah, 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 blah. You'll be out of business. Versus You'll be saying, out of business in six months, right? <laughs> let me, let me tell you about the experiences. And actually we had one very similar to that. They even went, they did just like what you're saying. They used a G, they 
paid for a G Suite account. Yep. And then they were in the AP, the the person that was an AP, they were in their account and they screened, they took a picture of the email and they put it into the other domain and sent it. And when it got wow. back to the CEO, he says, that's my, like that invoice is real. Yeah. And they even went down through the signatures and changed all the signature addresses as well. So wow. there was not a, like, they took some time and they took some effort, Definitely. which is generally not what we hear, but what we, what we often hear is it's low hanging fruit. It's the easy ones yep. that, they went all out for that. They I mean, they paid out. money. They took time and effort. Yep. Like they went all out. And if, well, you think about it. So in this case, they were in someone's mailbox and they saw that, you know, here's the invoice that was sent. This is $70,000. Like it's worth, it, you know, it was worth a week's worth of work to, to get that $70,000. Right. Yeah. So if it was a $5 transfer, you're not going to do that. And, and, and that's the other piece that I think is really important, explaining the whole initial access brokers, the whole, the, you know, the whole use, you know, reusing dark web credentials or, or credentials that have found there. It, it's they don't care who you are until they get in your network. And then they're poking around going, that's ah, a small business. I'll just go sell it to somebody. Right. And yeah. I'll sell it for yeah. 500 bucks. And then you're right. a ransomware victim or holy shit, this, excuse me, you know, this is a, 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 you know, there's a, an opportunity here for hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. And now, you know, you're selling it and someone is digging in and, and taking that time. So, you know, that's the one thing that, that I, the other piece of talking to an SMB owner, it's like, no one knows what they're getting. They're, they're, they have the credentials. They log in using those credentials, employee reused it. They, they're in the, the network. Then they figure out whether you're big or small and then, you know, but they're in though, they're in your network and can that really happen? And, and explaining how that really does happen and, and why, you know, employees shouldn't reuse passwords and why you should have MFA and how potentially could stop it. And those are experiences that, that I think that's the approach that could really be helpful. And, and I don't think there's any shortages of those experiences. No, it's, being able to just provide them and communicating yes. them and not uh, it's it it should be one off to some degree yep. i mean because you should have a handful of stories and let, let me tell you a story and right. even as you're talking and you're and you are looking at the person that you're speaking to recognizing whether it's connecting or not what should allow you right. to shift to something else until they go oh that oh. happened yeah, yeah. then you've got it yeah. now you now you've got a vein that you yep. can work through to say I'm just here to keep you safe and like, right. we implement all these things. And I do think it's a, a tough place, especially because there are so many people out there and MSPs that aren't, unfor it's unfortunate that they're not as focused on security. And I still think there's right. a, a, a pretty sufficient amount of MSP based organizations that are still IT oh, yeah. like support Absolutely. related yep. that haven't really taken that step to saying, no, I want to be security first. Right. And I think at some point, if that industry ever evolves as a whole, our industry evolves as a whole, the questions get to be completely different because then every time they talk to an MSP, even, you know, a right. company down the road or B or C or whoever, they're all speaking the same thing and it becomes right. like an aha moment. But when uh -huh. you have those who say, no, 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 we are a good support team. We'll put, you know, we'll put an antivirus on your computer and we'll sell you 10 block hours a month. Right, right. 
well, that's or, not or, you know, we're, 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 we're still managed service, but we're $80. We're $80 a user, right? And, and so you, yeah. how do you, you yeah. know, you're trying to compete against this person who's now told that business owner, if you just put these two, you know, we'll put a firewall and antivirus and we're fine. Well, we're almost, we can guarantee you won't be breached. It's like, you know, that's what business yeah. owners are hearing. They want to hear that. They do yeah. hear it, and it's not. We know it's not the case. It's not the reality. But that's the problem in the MSP business. You know, if we were all at, at security focused, that it would be a standard conversation. You know, these are the things that could happen, and you, you know, but but if someone is selling, you know, what, what's it? Which which of um, what, what oil is it? Like, uh, you know, so it's 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 not. You know, it it won't happen to you. You just need oh. antivirus and firewall, and then it's yeah. like. You know, I, I believe this person, you know, he's yeah. they're an MSP. You're telling me something that he's already solved. So it is it puts the whole industry in a tough spot there. Well, anytime you don't have an experience, I think of it as, um, you know, it's a pothole. So you're driving down the road and there's there's a pothole with this lacking of experience yep. and it will take whatever comes first and falls into that hole and it will start to create and form some sort of belief based upon what I just heard because I didn't know and I didn't have anything. And if the first person that comes out says, man, all you need is AV and you're good. All you need is MFA. All you need is conditional access. And they're both. And I say this, I say this as awkward as it is, whatever it's the, it's the sheepskin of 2023. I mean, it's not protective at all. In fact, I don't even, uh, we did this test and we did this several weeks ago. I said, what happens if you use Microsoft 365 MFA and right. you put conditional access on it. You say only in the country. So only yep. in the U.S. can you be a part of this. So I use ExpressVPN. I grabbed my phone. I went to an incognito window and I, I shipped myself out of in Mexico. And I came back yep. in and I logged in. Do you know that I, it let me put my email address in? It let me put my password in and it, and it authenticated with my MFA. And then it finally says, you have successfully logged in. However, you are in a country that is not allowed to log in. I was right. like, you just told them everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, if, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So now he just bought VPN Express and now he just went back right. in again. And guess what? He's all the way in again. It's right. We're to a point to where you have to have multiple layers. And for those people that aren't in the security space from an MSP perspective, like it's way beyond time. Right. And absolutely. And I I think if we can get in a situation where we tell the stories and we have the solutions the best that we can, but we never say we guarantee that, right. It's never a guarantee. It's the best effort we're doing our, we're doing all the basic hygiene stuff, all of that, whether we're continuously training, not just once a year, but Every week, every month, right. you know, it's constant phishing assessments. It's, it's keeping people on their toes. Like it's a yeah. whole thing to it, but everything needs to have a, a support model to it. And right. it, you can't, there are enough people in our space from a, let's just call it a profit perspective. There are enough security solutions out there that will be managed for you by the vendor it's we're no longer in a place where you say I don't have the support staff to do it. Right. Right. I, I'm not a security expert. I, I don't have a sock. You can, right. you can get that. I mean, you can, you can outsource it. In fact, you should. Yes. I mean, I, I, yes. I would be very hard pressed to say people should be building, you know, 724 no. socks. You know I mean? That, it's not going to, it's, it's not realistic. If you're a, you know, a small to midsize MSP, it's just very it's, difficult. It's not. And if you don't have a good, uh, a good foothold on, 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 um, clients, you know, building an MSP right now is probably really challenging 
because yeah. there are vendors that literally will manage their own products. Like the actual vendors, whether it's Bitdefender or Sentinel One, yep. they'll all manage their own products for yep. you. You just have a little bit of a, you know, there's an ad on that, but you just mark that up and and, yep. and sell it. And you don't have to be the security expert, but you know, you have the backing yep. of people that are. Yep. Like, right, it, exactly. It's you know, one thing place. we didn't talk about, which I think is a, a is something that MSP should be leveraging or at least been involved in is cyber insurance, cyber yep. liability insurance, because yep. they're doing a lot of the hard work for you, right? They, you may not be able to convince a small business that they'll be breached and, and it could be just random, whatever. Forget it. You don't believe me? It's fine. But if you want insurance, you bet, you know, you're going to have to fill out this application and this application is asking you, you know, are you training your people? Are you fishing? Do you have MDR? Do you have firewalls? How fa- I, I like, not, I don't like, but the the applications now is can you restore your network in four hours mm. can you know they're they're getting to time base when was the last time you restored a full backup and how long did it take because yeah. some of these cyber liability insurance policies are paying you know on lost revenue right so if you're a ransomware victim and you're down for you know for a week or two after a certain time frame they make the you know the policy will start to pay for some of that lost revenue, but the, the carriers want to know, you know, you can't be down for three months. You got to be back up in eight hours and, and we'll take that chance. But if you can't really say I, I can restore my network in four hours or eight hours, I can be up and running, you know, and if you've never tested it, because we know lots of MSPs are basically they've back up, you know, if they're using data, they get some screenshot that says, Oh, we're fine. We could definitely restore, but they've never actually restored because right. the client doesn't want to pay for it. And it's a, it's a laborious process. It's work. Restoring it's, work. It. Yeah, it's a lot of work, you know, right. And so I'm not yeah. doing it for free. Right. Yeah. But then, but then, so how do you answer on that, that, that application? You can yeah. restore in four hours if you have never done it. So the, my, my point here is that the carriers know, right. They've seen enough claims. If you could, if you could actually leverage that, you may not have to convince the client that it's really going to happen, but you can say, I don't care if you believe it, but you're going to have to say yes if you want insurance. And so let's work together on implementing the, the stack that is really going to be needed by, to be able to, to satisfy the, the, car, you know, the insurance carrier. So that is a huge piece. You know, everyone talks about HIPAA and, and CMMC and all that. I, I've had a lot of experience with government uh, you know, compliance, yeah, you have, yeah. insurance is the best because if, if a business owner wants something and they can't get it because they don't have something implemented, they have no choice, but to implement it's going to, it, that will be a huge driver in, in this. And I, I really think MSPs should make themselves very aware of these applications and how they can, how they can frame the conversation with a client around some of these requirements. Um, that was a whole podcast topic on its own. And I, right, well, I, I don't want to dig too deep that, into it, yeah. but we can do this again. Yes. <clears throat> Some of the things that I find really fascinating, um, I'm actually more concerned with cyber liability policies that don't have big applications. They're okay. concerning to me because they're likely um, high retention. They are low coverage. Yep. And 
yeah, they have exemptions that are through the like they just everything. Well, that's probably it, right? Yeah, it's right. like it, you know, it's like okay, we'll give you insurance, but it, we're not paying. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right, like, right. You know, it's like false sense of you know because uh -huh. it's it, when you when you lower the barrier of getting into a policy, you have to you have to fix it someplace else. Is probably the exclusions and and all the things that aren't covered, the sublimits yeah. and. And all of that, but you're right. We could we could have a whole nother uh, conversation it, on that. Uh, it, you know, here in Kentucky, it's the general. You know, he's the the cheapest in car insurance in the yeah. state, right? Because they right, give you right. the limit, the minimum. But then when you get in Iraq and you have a ten thousand dollar payout and you just crashed into a you know a hundred thousand dollar Escalade, well, guess right. what? You're now self insured for ninety thousand dollars. Exactly. So, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, it's, yep. it, it's important for MSPs to really ask that question up front. Do you have cyber liability insurance? Is it enough? What were your app? What was your application? Yep. Did, did you fill one out? Can I see it? Are you actually doing what you say you're yeah. doing? Exactly. Because that's a different situation. And Absolutely. if you're in this one nugget that has really helped us significantly in the MSP space, if, if somebody says, what should I add to my MSP? The response should be, I need to look at at least six cyber reliability insurance applications and i need to check the boxes exactly and if i can do that then that's a statement i get to make when i walk in to say we build our company around uh, around cyber liability insurance yeah. and we're here to make sure you get the best rate you can possibly get exactly. at the lowest retention requirements with the highest payout because we've built it this way i think that's the sales process if you could yeah. get really really good at that God, you, you, it would be so much easier to sell, you know, the, the pieces of your stack that, that you want. So, yeah. you know, that, that is definitely a, an area, area that I think MSPs should make themselves very, you know, literate in and understand those policies and, and have those conversations because that's the key right yeah. there. Well, we can wrap this up. Um, I really appreciate you being on here and based upon what we just brought up, which was that insurance thing. Let's get back together again and let's talk really specifically about how MSP should handle insurance applications, not only for themselves, but how they should handle that with their clients and how they can build yep. their business around it. Because it yeah. is the first time that you've got something that's pretty sticky. Uh, right. you're, when it, yep. Outside of a few that I, I do know a couple that haven't really been hit hard with the cyber policies, but they didn't have, they didn't offer very big policies. And they don't have a lot of requirements. Generally speaking, they're getting into the dozen pages and better for an application. Yep. And so let's dig into that. But I do let's appreciate do it. it. That would be great. And um, thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll catch up again. Thanks for having All me. Right. I really appreciate it. Bye. Take care.